Thank you for tuning in to Coppin' with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin, and we're here with comic Tiffany Fireball. Tiffany Fireball, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, good. And real quick, if people want to see you on stage, do, do uh, stand up in New York City, where they do that, where do they find you online, and where do they see your sketch troupe play next? Sure. Um, so I'm at TiffanyFireball.com. Uh, my Twitter is Tiff underscore Fireball. And there's a couple of them. Oh, like there really? was a, there was another one who was a master's in public oh, health or something. Oh, that would be me as well. Oh, are you both? Are <laughs> yeah. you both? Because I was like, there's this I person. Am, she is so Tiffany Firebot is so popular as a comic <laughs> that this master's of public health person is referring everybody to her. They're like, if you want the comedy one, she's over there. And so you're both. Oh no, I, I, I outed so you. Is that fine? Funny. That's totally fine. Okay. It would be really funny if if that other Tiffany was like, good lord, <laughs> just go over there for the funny stuff. No, that's, they're both me. I had trouble. I put them all in one, and then I realized my feed was just kind of like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just separate them. Okay, that, so I hope I didn't out you. Would you, <laughs> you don't need to edit, edit this out or start over. No, okay. So yeah, tell us, and then you have a sketch comedy team that... There's something called Boogie Manja, Correct. and is that, and then, but then within that, there's a, a say it, say it for me. <laughs> it's Alumathati. Alumathati. Mm-hmm. Now, how do the two relate? I mean, like, is one a company uh-huh. and one is a team? Yeah. So Boogie okay. Manja is a sketch collective. Okay. Um, and then there's eight teams that are part of that, and you have to apply to be, you know, accepted in those things, and then they put you on different teams. So my team is actually the only team that got to stay together from last year. So and why is that? Because you guys are so good? We love each other so much. So no. I want to believe that that's why, but we, <laughs> we, you know, we work really well together, and uh, we're constantly blowing up a group chat. So And so are you only writing for that, or are you also performing? Um, so I also perform. I do okay. stand-up. I mean, do you also perform on that sketch, oh, sketch no. day? No, okay. no, no, no. So I mean, some t- this this month I did because we wrote too many characters and writers had to. Oh, good. Step in, but yeah. And then where is is that at the pit? Where? It is at the pit. Yeah, okay. once a month. Once a month, yeah. and so you are crazily writing all month long, and then you well, <laughs> you write for what a week or two, and then you practice for a week or two. Yeah. So we have a pitch, uh, three writers' meetings, three rehearsals, a tech, and then show. So. And then, and it's not recorded in any sense. So, like, people are coming mm-hmm. there and they're seeing the one-time performance of something magical. It is definitely magical. We do record it. At, oh, good. Um, so, is that yeah. online somewhere? Like, are they all on YouTube? They are on YouTube, and they're also, if you want to see my particular sketches, they're also on my website. Yeah, so. just cl- <laughs> just just clip the, the good ones and put them on TiffanyFireball.com. Yes. Okay. And then today we're talking about. Um, and we'll, we'll work it into your stand-up because you're doing stand-up, too. Do you have upcoming dates for stand-up? Right now, I'm just kind of doing open mics, and okay. then sometimes my friends' shows, but right now, no. Okay. Yeah. And so um, we're going to talk about some serious topics. We're going to talk about fear and doubt and earnestness and how adult friendship is just showing up. And these are topics that I'm taking these words right out of your mouth because <laughs> I think they're wonderful. And then what, what's your interest in them, and are they informing your writing for either sketch or stand-up? Yes. So I describe my style as uh, full-tilt earnestness with high Emotional stakes. <laughs> so you really like you're on stage and you're just um, you are being super sincere mm-hmm. and intense and you're you're not trying to be what I would think most comics are doing the opposite. You know, at open mics, you know the dudes yeah. the dudes get up there at the open mics and they're pretending like they don't care about anything at all. So you're <laughs> you're going the other way entirely, and that's hilarious. Well, thankfully, I do know some really good dudes who are also earnest. But yeah, I mean. I am trying to just be myself up there, and that comes through in my writing of sketches, too. It's just I 
I'm not capable of the sarcastic <laughs> side of things. I'm just going to be earnest. So um, that's all I can bring to the table is who I am. And now why is that funny? Because certain people, <laughs> meaning like meaning like right. the, the character in a sketch who is super serious and super earnest, mm. is the joke always on him or her? No. Um, I think it's more about finding the place where we all connect with that earnestness. So one of my sketches is uh, called, like, hair tie on its deathbed. So okay. it's, like, the, the thing that, you know, goes in women's hair. Um, but, like, women understand that, like, sometimes your favorite hair tie is too stretched out or it starts to break. And so we have this emotional moment between the hair tie who's just, like, go on without me. I'll break on the fourth <laughs> twist. And then the woman who's, like, grieving the end of this relationship. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, 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 it's actually, so you're being honest about the fact that women bizarrely or certain women bizarrely have a certain real uh, close relationship with their hair tie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's sincere and earnest in that respect, but then right. it's totally absurd because you're also, nobody would ever go that far. So is it just kind yeah. of hyper, hyperbole? Heightened. So yeah, it's, so it's heightened. heightened. And so that, like, like you said, it, you know, you up the emotional stakes and you take it as far as it will mm-hmm. go. But then it starts in a really earnest core. Okay, is this like Pee Wee Herman like marrying his breakfast cereal or something like that? Like, why don't you, if you love so much, why don't you marry it? So you take it that far. But like, earnestly, let's do it. Let's marry it. (laughs) And so how how is that making its way into kind of like, what are are your jokes about? Are Mm. they about your, are they autobiographical or are they about your personal life and things you're going through? So my stand-up and my sketch right now are a little bit different flavors. Yeah, how how do they differ? Yeah, so my my stand-up right now is a little bit more autobiographical graphical um so it's like i grew up as a cheerleader and as an evangelical in texas so the two just kind of made me very confused about what to do with my body yeah um so yeah just kind of like exploring that and like what did that mean for me and um just telling that story and and finding the moments of humor there and then my sketch is more about um like the moments that we can all relate to. Okay, because we can't all relate. Although I've seen the, yeah. the show Cheer. Yes, oh my I can't, goodness. Which is about oh a goodness. cheer program in Texas. Like yeah. I, I, you know, not everybody has. Yeah. And first of all, what did you think about that show? I couldn't watch it. Why? Yeah, so was it, it was, too close to home? Uh-huh. <laughs> were, you, were you that serious about cheerleading where you guys yeah. were throwing each other around and all that? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I quit cheerleading early, uh, but because of an accident I witnessed <gasps> and all that thing. But I had like a six pack in elementary school. Like it was very intense. Cheer is not uh, it's not a sport for the lighthearted, for sure. Yeah, and so you, you couldn't watch it because it was too painful to watch. It brought <laughs> yeah. back the memory. Honestly, yeah. <sighs> Going to be honest, yeah. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> and and so how do you kind of, and, and where did you get as serious about it? I guess you had the, the six-pack in yeah. elementary school, which is just bizarre. Truly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a little troubling. Um, uh-huh. But did you bring any of that competitive stuff into you know, mm. kind of crafting an act. Like, do you go up as much as you should? And mm. like, do, do you well, know, like, like, are are you still a competitive person, or were you even yeah. back then? I know you had the six pack. That oh, says God. a lot. So competitive. Are I you? Mean, I'm so yeah, I am. Uh, I played volleyball too when okay. I got older, and so I, I, you know, was recruited for college. Got hurt very early. Tragedy, tragedy. Blah wow. blah blah. Um, but I am definitely a competitive person, and and the perfectionist uh, who the reason I started. One of the reasons I do, did improv when I did it was to fail, to be really good at failing oh, um, and, and to put myself in a position that was very vulnerable. And did that happen or did you end up being, <laughs> did, did you end up being like, I wrote that sketch a certain way and the actor massacred it? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I mean, every time I put 
so that was improv. But when I put a sketch together and an uh, actor yeah. takes it, I am so grateful because they always take it to another level I never saw. Okay. And I, I love it when actors take my sketches. Yeah. Um, but in general, like, you know, still when you put up a live show or when you go up for stand up, there's always a chance like that it's not going to go well. Yeah. And, and you have to weather that with grace, I think. So, and is, I mean, is, is stand up harder than sketch? Cause I suppose mm. writing for sketch, you know, like, I, you know, I enjoy podcasting, but I don't necessarily <laughs> enjoy going up every night cause Fair. it could go so fucking poorly. Yeah, and if you, if you're totally prepared, like my body, like I was really good in front of people in moot court in law school, like we mm. did really well in competitions, but my stomach would always fuck up. And that's because yeah. my nerves were on point. Yeah. such that I was ready for anything. Like I had a friend who went up there and he didn't have nerves until he got out there. And I'm like, and that's why I fucked up because it's like, no, you have to be ready for anything going in. And so that's why I prefer just podcasting because it's just talking rather than going up mm. every night on stage. So, I mean, I prefer writing. I prefer podcasting. Is there, is there anything about writing for sketch that is mm. far preferred to doing stand-up like like do you find yourself yeah. loving writing for sketch so much because it's so easy for you mm. and, and you don't find yourself going up as much on stage so i'm i'm pretty new to stand-up i've been doing it since like december okay uh and i really love it the moment that i'm doing it but the whole lead up it kind of ruins my whole day it ruins the fucking day <laughs> it, does, right? it does i get so nervous um when i did and i love sketch for the team element of it it's very fun to be in a writer's room and to watch people take things and heighten them to a different level you didn't see before. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say earlier. So, I mean, like, so it really does wreck you the day of, just like me. It does, yeah. But then you're ready for anything, and when it goes well, it's great. Yeah, and you know what? When it doesn't, it's hilarious. <laughs> I genuinely find it so funny. Right. Because um, it's just, uh, yeah, I had a really, really bad set in Texas. I was like, let's try this on the road, whatever, because I was going home for a holiday, and <laughs> it went so poorly. I mean, the the setup, everything about it was it was it was going to go wrong no matter how good <laughs> I was. Like it was, uh, fifty people signed up for an open mic. Uh, oh. They allowed every single person to go. Oh, they no. did it by seniority. I was the third person to write my name, but I went in the fourth. Uh, so 40 people in. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so it was like 2 a.m. There was like three people there. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't, obviously didn't go well. And I went home and I laughed so hard. I was like, this is maybe one of the funniest things that's happened. That's funny. I also <laughs> think you said, I, I thought you said I left so hard, which is funny. Yeah, I went home to Texas, but I left <laughs> so fucking hard. And do you find yourself like, because you're talking about autobiographical <laughs> stuff on stage in New York City, yeah. you probably can say certain things about Texas that you mm -hmm. can't say while you're in Texas. Well, it's fascinating because uh, I realized when I was there, the reason it wasn't working was because comedy is subverting expectations. And so when I was in Texas, I was giving them what they already expected. Yeah. So everything I was explaining, they were like, yes, 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 obviously. <laughs> it's like, go on. Yeah, yeah this is <laughs> Where's the joke? Um, and so, yeah, in New York, there's an element of surprise of like what my upbringing is. So it's something I need to like uh, work on and fine tune of if I bring it on the road. So the evangelical stuff, I think, um, and you said evangelical stuff and cheerleading with respect to you didn't know how to kind of view your own body or whatever. Are you yeah. talking about some of that on stage? Because we had Davidson Boswell on here, and I think he might have talked about like he's talking about some of his evangelical upbringing on oh, stage. Yeah. Like, so what are you talking about on stage with respect to that? Because it's probably, I mean, it's fascinating yeah. to hear about like people. Because I have a bizarre, like I also was raised Christian and mm -hmm. I'm, su I'm super Christian still. Mm -hmm. and a bunch of Lutheran pastors in my family where it's like, 
my mom was hardcore about that, about what to do and what not to do before marriage and stuff. Like, do you get into any of that stuff on stage? I do. Um, I I'm not an evangelical anymore, but I am right. still Christian, and so I feel like I can approach it um, from a, from a kind place of okay. just being like, I understand where this is coming from, and I was one of these people at this one point. Um, but I, yeah, I talk about like the expectations around skirt length and even like as a school uniform, like to my knees. And then when yeah. I was a cheerleader, much, much shorter, <laughs> you know? So that's the difference. Yeah. That's funny. Or just like, you can't really, you shouldn't move your body seductively. And then I'm like <laughs> a cheerleader, a competitive cheerleader in Texas where I'm like leaning over and going, come on, Barbie, let's go party. And like, you yeah. know, moving my body and my first cheer when I was three was jump, shake your booty. <sighs> so, you know, it's just like, it was just completely wildly different expectations. And so kind of what did you figure out? Like, you know, in, in person, you know, in your normal life and also on stage, what have you kind of reconciled about those differences in your upbringing? Like, did you find out that there's, you know, it's, um, you know, you're, yeah, I guess you're forgiving, like you said, of the evangelical upbringing. You're like, well, they, they t- tried to teach us this for a certain reason so that yeah. we wouldn't go out and be only sex objects. Yeah. And we know why the cheerleaders did that because <laughs> that was what pop culture was. That's the music that you guys recorded and, and spliced up for the routine. That was right. kind of, that's just because pop music was that way. Um, kind of how, what is your approach now? What's the healthy outlook on it? Oh, what's the healthy outlook? Yeah, I'm trying to get the healthy outlook <laughs> for myself here. And so if I ever have anybody who has like a, you know, who's mm. doing stand-up comedy in New York City, which is very, um, you know, bold and, and ballsy, um, who had an evangelical upbringing a certain mm. way, it's like, how the fuck do you view, yeah, how do you view sexuality healthfully? Boy, you know, probably, I'm probably still working that out. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I think I just, uh, yeah, I approach it probably differently than the majority of people in New York, but then I also approach it differently than my upbringing. Everybody in Texas. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just kind of this little oddball, um, just doing my best. You know, it, it, I think it comes back to full tilt earnestness, high emotional state. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's honest. why you find yourself, like, um, doing doing sketches about hair ties yeah. and things like that with Boogie Manja, and it's Illuminati? Correct, And yeah. now what's the, like, what's the, the play on words there? I know Illuminati, <laughs> Illuminati is, but yeah. what's Illuminati? Uh... So it's like a uh, thought. And actually, okay, putting the word thought in there. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm just so de- dense on those things. Like, somebody was like, casual sets. And I was like, what are the sets casual? And I was like, oh, it's a play on casual sex. Yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know that till weeks later. So I'm just so daft on the, on the double meaning. But you guys are the only team who stayed together. So you guys really have some good chemistry. We and do. your next show is? Uh, March. Let me check. I wrote it down. And you can find these things via TiffanyFirebaugh.com. And there's a couple Tiffany Firebaugh's <laughs> on Twitter. And she's Correct. both of them, but follow the comedy one. Yeah, it's March 27th, just March, so we get that out March 27th, there. and at it's the at the pit. Striker, okay. yeah. What's, what is, is it a striker stage? Yes. What are the different stages there? Uh, so there's the the there's a basement stage, and then there's a loft stage, and then there's striker. And striker is the best. Striker is the best one. <laughs> striker is, is a very big estate? one. Okay. Yeah, I like striker a lot. I mean, each of them have their own benefits and you know pros and cons, uh, but striker holds I think the most for all of. Uh, the pit stages, they hold the most audience, so that's That means fun. you guys are kick-ass. <laughs> so, but, but really, the only things that matter are either showing up on March 27th yes. or checking out your clips on TiffanyFireball.com. And can correct. they see the hair tie one there? They can see the hair tie they one They can. There. So that's the reason we're that's all going to go <laughs> to TiffanyFireball.com. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thanks so much.